0: In a world where pop culture is everyday life, where message boards and fan fictions are born, two friends will enter the fray. Keith Badger. Time travel bullshit is the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. Never have to make Time sense. travel is the worst. Back to the future makes sense. Everything back to the future already happened. And Ethan Miller.
1: <laughs> That's my get rich quick scheme and honestness toilet line. <laughs> Keith would sell me for a cigarette.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Discuss what they would do if trapped in your favorite universes. What would you do in a world? And welcome back to another episode of In a World. I'm Keith Badger. I'm Ethan Miller. And this episode, we're doing gremlins.
1: If you guys haven't listened to the show before, what Keith and I do is sit down and figure out what life is like inside your favorite mythical worlds. So if you don't get any sort of uh, main character powers, you're not going to be the one who saves the world. You're not going to get the girl... It's gonna be like an everyday dude.
0: Right. And like the interesting thing about Gremlins, Billy is such an everyday dude. Yeah. He really is. Like, yes, he he saves the day and he gets the girl, but Billy himself is incredibly average. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of questions I have about Billy. Because he's not in high school anymore. Right. He works at a bank. Right, but he still lives at home with his parents. Yeah, but like that's fine. That's that's all fine. <laughs> right, right. But he acts like a child. Yeah, he does. He's definitely like he is a man child.
1: Yeah, and not in the way. I mean, you and I are also kind of man child children. We are like we both of us are. I mean, but we're not in that state of arrested development. Right, we're not. Max and posters up on the wall, living in somebody's attic, like renting, right, kind of and like
0: up. to the, still being like. Mommy and Daddy! Like, right. And, like, like when his dad comes home with a present, it's like, oh, did you give me a new puppy? It's like, are you 10? <laughs> like, if I you mean, want an animal, get another animal. <laughs> like,
1: I mean, I would be pretty excited no, if my, I, mom, my parents brought me home a puppy, too. Totes,
0: yeah. I, I would be incredibly <laughs> ecstatic if, like, I was, like, Christmas eats, time, family comes around, you know, like, oh, I, we got presents, here's a pup. What I felt,
1: like, happened is that they, like, the first draft of the script it was a much younger kid yeah and then they realized that for certain plot points that like didn't work mhm and then just kind of like instead of like rewriting it to kind of fit his more adult lifestyle right they just kind of made him older <laughs> like and
0: just made him a weird man child right like and like even to the extent where like he he gets this creature that he is, uh, curious about and wants to have, like, looked at and tested, and he goes to a high school fucking
1: Yeah, that was
0: weird. teacher, who's not even a real scientist. Like, let's be honest, like, even though, I will be honest, if I found a weird creature that I wanted to get some information on, I probably would have taken it to my high school biology teacher.
1: If I was in
0: high school. Well, no, because, like, Halloran was an incredibly knowledgeable guy.
1: But, But, like, How do you, like, but at the the same time, how would you and I actually have reached out to That's incredibly fair. You and I have no way of, like, reaching out to him. Other than going to the school and and trying to catch him. Right, and that's kind of weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Like, no. Even though that's exactly what Billy did. Yes.
0: Yeah. It is.
1: Yeah. That doesn't disprove that it's weird. Fair, fair. Like,.
0: If and you, like his so like, like his only different. real friend is fucking Corey, like Corey Feldman, which is a kid. Which is
1: why I'm thinking I think initially he, the character was supposed to be like Corey Feldman's age, maybe even Corey Feldman himself. Right. And then they were like, this doesn't really work, and they just kind of like made it
0: Or they couldn't get Corey Feldman enough to like do the movie, like right. like have him long enough to do it. Because like he pops in and out right. throughout the film. But here no, but here's the other side of this one too.
1: If you showed up with a weird animal for a high school biology teacher to take a look at, that is weird. Yeah. If you showed up on a college campus where actual researching, working professional doctors work and live and do research, that's not that weird. True. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, you and I would not go to the high school teacher because we would both know, oh wait, there is, like, I, I, you know, a quick Google search would tell us which. There's like five colleges in the city. Yeah. Like a quick Google search would tell us which one has the best biology department. Yeah. And then, or just
0: would, research lab or whatever. Right,
1: and then we would go there and be like, oh, and shoot an email or make a phone call. Right. For, uh, like
0: in Chicago, most likely would be like Northwestern. Northwestern or UIC. Oh yeah, UIC too. Also, um,
1: one of those two would probably end up being the one that we would like reach out to somebody. who's like, hey. I found this weird animal. And, and like, I don't, I don't neither
0: either. of us even went to the schools, and we would still think to reach out to one of those places. because yeah, it wouldn't be hard, and it would right. be, like,
1: in the interest of science, I've not really seen anything. It was, like, obviously we would also do some research
0: beforehand. As much as we could. Yeah, you know what I mean, and be like, hey, listen, like, I don't... I mean, in that time period, it would have been harder to do research. Uh, I mean, in the sense that you would have to go to a library. Right. And, like, I don't know how many books they have on Mogwai. <laughs> But,
1: but I'm saying like, I but approaching it from the
0: like the scientific method or like, but like
1: even think about the last season of Stranger Things. Yeah,
0: he went and just got a bunch of books on reptiles. That is true. That's we
1: would literally just like go. It's like a small, looks like a mammal because it's got fur. Right. Like, let's go get a couple of books on mammals and like maybe some like what's the word I'm looking for? I keep wanting to say appendices. That's not right. No. <laughs> Compendiums? Compendiums. Compendium? Is that the word I'm looking for? Like something essentially like a dictionary type deal for... Well, because like
0: uh, an appendices, if I remember correctly... Are like within a book, right? Are more like, yeah, within a book or like reference book for other books. Right. So like if, if you're looking for like... a
1: compendium like, would be something that we could go like... Right. Look up, like if we find a compendium of like specific... I'm also... Most likely using the wrong word. Um, Most likely. But,
0: like, but but those yeah, books like, that are, Compendiums like, are more of a collection of multiple sources. That's kind of what I was
1: thinking. Yeah. Like, something that would be, like, you would have gotten a book that was on, like, something, a way to, like, look up those animals. Yes. Yeah. Like, it would have been, like, a nature guide or something. Like that. Right. And then
0: when you, like, couldn't find anything in them...
1: That's when you would, like, reach out to...
0: Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you, you would do the scientific method of, like, taking notes, uh, seeing the things that it does have in common with different creatures or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of breaking that down and be like, okay, well, it has these features, uh, so possibly it's rodent-like, but, like, rodents are definitely, are, are traditionally based in this reason. Mm-hmm. It's not a marsupial. Like, here's the things that it's not. Here's what it kind of draws something from. Right. What is it? So... Uh, Just put a kind of cap on this, uh, a quick little, like, uh, top hat, like, most people know what Gremlins is. Like, even if you've probably never seen it, you you know something of Gremlins. Generally, (laughs) most people know the rules of the Gremlins universe, um, but we'll kind of break that down. So, Gremlins uh, takes place during Christmas, that's why we're doing it now, Now, in the December time, uh, is because it is... Technically a Christmas movie. It is. It, it, I will argue
1: that I think it is more of a Christmas movie than like Lethal Weapon is or
0: Die Hard. Uh, it's probably a, there's.
1: A, I feel like there's as many references to Christmas. Yeah, I... Like, Christmas is going on and people are talking about it as much right. in Gremlins as it is in
0: Die Hard. Yeah, Lethal I, Weapon I'd is say completely a back. Probably this more than Die Hard personally, but but like uh, in the same neighborhood. Let's yeah, put it that way. As opposed it's in the to the like, ballpark.
1: Like lethal weapon, it is a backdrop.
0: Both both movies, people were killed with Christmas decorations. Decorations, but yeah, lethal Lethal weapon, weapon, kiss kiss bang bang. Yeah,
1: like all of those kind of just like Christmas is in the backdrop. There's nothing important
0: happening. So this kid guy, uh, Billy, is the. Son of an inventor. I was say
1: like, Billy is also such a, an Arrested Development type character name. Not, like, yeah. the band and not, like, the TV show. Like, the actual term. Like, what it actually means. Yeah. Like, when you meet somebody who's still, like... You don't meet somebody who's 35 and still Billy. Not really, you no. Like, it was, like, Bills, Williams, Wills. Yeah. Like, especially Willie. Willie's another one, too.
0: Yes. Like, I, I have a cousin who's named Willie. And, like... So but he is incredibly in like a state of arrest and development well, and I would also I would but, also put it this way like like if but I think he also goes by
1: will now I was gonna say like if you and I met each other now mm-hmm. and your name was William and but you went by Bill right I could see your family calling you Billy right because you they grew right. up with you and as a
0: kid they called I you I mean man. that's the case with my dad. Right. I mean, my dad's name is Robert. Right. He goes by Bob. Right. But, like, his family, like, whenever my grandfather was passing away when he went to Tennessee mm-hmm. for the for that whole situation, everybody kept calling him Bobby. Right. All the time. Like, Which I also feel knew like him Bobby, as Bobby. Isn't, as,
1: isn't as, like, of a, like, it's, kid. It's, it's not. It's not the, like...
0: It's not. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it, it's still, like, it's still that mindset, is what I mean. Like, people right. knew him when he was a kid as right. Bobby. Right. Like, even my cousin uh, was known as Bobby. Right. And, like, but, like, now he's, like, I'm Robert. <laughs> it's, like, I'm Robert. Now I'm, like, you're Bobby. <laughs> What's Which, up, Bobby?
1: families, I, I, like, I also... But, like, I, it's I have also a also because I didn't have any of those. I I don't have... Neither one of us have, like, those kinds of
0: names. No, neither of us do. Both of us have very straightforward names. Like, it's just, like, names. Always, I'm always... I'm
1: always Ethan. you Ethan. i just... No, I've also, like, kind of never really had, like like, a hard-stuck nickname. From, like, family or, like, friends? Pretty, like, for friend, Like, just kind of yeah, in general. True. Like, most of the time that they, they kind of come and go, like, people will call me something for, like, a
0: very short period of time. hmm But then, like, n- it never sticks. Right. With my mom, I, like, she had a very specific thing that she called me when I was a kid. Right. And, like, she still occasionally calls me that right. to this day, uh, which is key for bear. But, uh, like, that's, like, just kind of, like, it's an affection um, slang. An, an affection slang kind of thing that she started when I was a kid. But other than that, like, no, like, yeah, I, I've i always been Keith. Like, Right. right. I I, so. I, I've i also never really had nicknames. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, both of us were kind of in that boat. Like, it was never like a... And were, we both had names that were kind of specific enough that, like, nobody even, like, ever really called me by my, like, last name. Teachers right. did. More yeah. than... Teachers always kind of have more than... I say teachers, coaches have mm. more than anything else.
0: Like, But that's a coach thing. To that's do. a very coach thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's like mo- military esque. Yeah,
1: I say most of them are also ex military, yeah. that kind of stuff, where it's just like, Miller, what's up? And I'm like, me or the other eight Millers? Because it's way easier to use my
0: first name. <laughs> right. Like, for me, like my, my last name is incredibly uncommon. Yeah. Uh, I've and your never... first name
1: is. is Uncommon enough, that, right? That I was gonna say, don't...
0: I've I've never met a badger that I was not related to, right? In my life, right. I've never met a badger that I was not related to. I've met multiple Keiths that were not me, but, <laughs> yes. But like, but like, that, even then, it's like it's I always run into enough. one in a different area. Yeah, like there's never like, like I know three one, Keiths. Like I know like I know
1: t- two. I know you and one other Keith here.
0: Yeah, like we went to high school with another Keith. Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, my dad, what? What was the other Keith? I can't fucking remember okay, his yeah. name. Okay, yeah. I was like, like I don't... I, I can't remember his last name, but there was a Keith that we went to high school with. Okay. Yeah. He was, I think, like, a grade or two below us. But you heard Well, a grade or two below me. So, so like, either, a grade mean... or your grade in high school. I have no clue who that is. Yeah. I, I'm sure if you asked Josh Cooper, he would know. But He also like knew all those kids from like kindergarten no, up. Exactly. Yeah. But uh but yeah, the, we went to high school with one Keith. When I was a kid, my dad had a friend that owned a comic book shop that was named Keith. I went to middle school with a Keith, like every now and gonna, again, it's always yeah. been like one though. But it's
1: yeah, it's not like even like it was like how many Josh's do I know? A ton. Like even like to the point where like Roberts become different. You know, right. like I know I know uh, I know a Rob, I know a Bob hmm Um and then those are the
0: guys that get nicknames.
1: Right. I know a lunchbox. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because like I what I was gonna even say is like I have a friend that's in his thirties that goes by Bobby. Yeah. Uh I don't know if you met Bobby Evers. Yeah. He's like a friend between like uh Suki, Kate, and them.
1: I think I've met him and then I, I have another friend who's named Bobby. Right. From like Saint Louis Angeles. But uh
0: but yeah, like I mean even like my my middle brother, my oldest brother, his actual name is Andrew. Right. But, like, when he went to elementary school, there was a bunch of Andrews. So, like, they had the variations of Andy, Drew, you know, all that. And so, like, they asked Jake what he wanted to go by, and he decided to go by right. his middle name, which, which is Jacob.
1: Which is why my dad is, my dad goes by his middle name. Right. Because his first name is James. Right. And there was, like, eight James in his class, so he went to. Which, like, which. which now I, like, think about it, because, like, just growing up, like, he's
0: he's gone by the name Dawson, which is, just feels like
1: a way more fitting name now.
0: Yeah like whenever I found out that Dawson wasn't your dad's actual name it was like my head exploded like, I, I mean was it, like, is, actually is... His name. it is actually his yes. name it's just actually his middle name it's not his it's not like it's his not like first he, name yeah
1: it's not like his name was like
0: it's not his true given name
1: it's not like his name was like James Andrew and he just one day came home and was like call me Dawson I watched
0: Dawson's Creek one day and I was like that's an interesting first name I'm gonna go find we that been, it
1: was like twenties, <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Actually, he might have been in his 30s whenever Dawson's Speak came out. 90s? Yeah.
1: And he's in his 50s now. Yeah. They're twice my age, so I'll let you do the math on that one.
0: I'm not bad at that, but still. 54. Yeah.
1: I just wasn't trying to say both my parents' age. I'm
0: <laughs> broadcasting i got to put them on
1: blast on age. Right, I'm broadcasting it to the tens of people listening. Right. So that would have been, what,
0: 90s? I was born in 90. Right. Your parents were probably in their 30s when they had you. They were or my, late. They were twenties. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. Uh, either way, because like it was like end of nineties, so early two thousands. So he would have Dawson's like, Creek came out.
1: So yeah, he would have been like closer to like his forties when Dawson's Creek came out. Yeah, yeah. Either way, <laughs> um, that's just a weird time just to switch a name. That's all I'm saying. It's actually yes. his middle
0: name. Yes. <laughs> It's his middle name. But, uh, yeah, like, I've only ever had one person in my life referred to me as Badger. Really. Uh, which was, uh, my old friend Jonathan Van Buren. Oh, yeah. And, like, I would refer to him by his last name. He would refer was to me by mine. I mean, it was, like, John. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because
1: how many fucking Johns? Like, there was a point where you were hanging out with three Johns.
0: Yes. Yes. Because, yeah, it was him, um, John Bohannon, mm-hmm. and... Um there was one other one who I can't think of right now. Or on was it, or maybe
1: it. you had duplicates cuz maybe it was the two Davids and the two Johns.
0: I think that's what it was. Cuz yeah, there there was DeRoach, uh-huh. David DeRoach, and then there was David um so Hobbs. Oh yeah. David Hobbs, David DeRoach, and John Van Buren and John Bohannon. Yeah. So like John Bohannon, I usually refer to as John
1: I've always said his full name because his last name is really fun that's to say. true. I did usually say his full name. Cause it's, cause Bohannon's such a fun last name. Right. And then. But it doesn't sound right if you're just saying it alone.
0: And then like David Hobbs, I usually just referred to as Hobgoblin. Right. And then. But it was always DeRoach. Right? right. And then it was always DeRoach and, and always then VMDR. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he was one of the only people that I've really known that's ever referred to me as my last name. Yeah. So yeah, Kremlins. Manchild. Father is an inventor, uh, kind of a terrible inventor. Also,
1: like, so many of those things kind of cracked me up, because, like, he talks about, like, the juicer. Yeah. And it's it's kind of it's kind crazy, because that kid, okay, first off, an electric juicer, have you ever, like, seen one work? Mm, yes. Like, they're pretty simple machines. Yeah. Like, they're not, it's not like, it's literally, like, yeah, drop an orange in it. Something pushes it down over, like, a blade and splits it in half into two little cups. And then something comes in and, like, pulps it and just, like... And then that drains down to the bottom. Right. That's what a juicer is. Right. Which is different from a food processing, And that's an entirely different story. Right. (laughs) But, like, he puts one orange into that thing. A full orange. One full orange. Yeah. And it, like, coats the the entire entire kitchen. I'm gonna po- posit the theory that, that his father is not a bad inventor. I see what we're getting. He is just miles and miles ahead, and so far into like deep astrophysics <laughs> that he's like actually creating machines
0: that duplicates.
1: things. yeah. yeah he's like he's like created a duplicator, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like all of this stuff, and just like doesn't know how to like harness it and put it in. It's like it's, a, it's, it's like a weird
0: Jesus machine. You put one fish in there, and you get like twenty. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call it the crucifier,
1: <laughs> and then like he has like that weird like it's supposed to be like a multi tool. Yeah,
0: it's it's this like uh, almost like a Swiss Army knife, but for travel, and right. it's like a big hand size thing it's, that you, like supposed to be compact. A, it looks and like keep um, everything that you need for
1: travel in it. It looks like it's like the size of a. Uh,
0: it's like the size of a brick. Yeah, pretty much. It's I was thinking essentially like the, the size the, of a brick.
1: The little uh, little guider thing on like a Ouija board. Because it's oh, triangular, yeah. and it's about that size. Yeah. And it also has like a full tube of toothpaste in it.
0: Yeah. Which it, also, from just how structurally it's made, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so obviously, some kind of black magic is happening. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's got like a uh, uh, toothbrush, toothpaste, right. uh, a comb uh scissors right. a shaver well he adds the shaver later right but like all the shit that you need to groom yourself when you're out and about but the the dad you know, wants you 90% to get, of
1: the stuff you can't take on an airplane anyway right
0: uh the dad wants to get a present for his son but also wants to try to sell this contraption uh well he's, he goes places. to sell the contraption right he goes to sell the contraption the... and then tries to get the gift so he goes to this uh Store also, for in a failed Chinatown. Failed out of
1: work inventor in 1984. He like he like burns the nuke on buying that thing pretty early. Yeah, like with inflation, what is that?
0: He oh, keeps talking. Man. I'll look it up. <laughs> so he he goes to Chinatown and goes in this old store that sells like a lot of like uh, Asian antiques. It's hard to even say if they're just Chinese. Or if it's anything, like, specific, because it looks like a hodgepodge of Asian culture. uh, Which, you know, is fairly racist in its own right. Yes. And the shop owner himself is a kind of caricature uh, of, like, the old Asian mystic. Goes in trying to sell this thing to this guy. While he's in the store, he hears this singing. Tries to find out what it is. uh, Finds this creature in the store. And the wants to buy it as a present for his son, and the guy basically tells him it's not for sale. And then he offers to pay for it, uh, an astronomical amount that the guy absolutely did not have. Right? Um, Yeah, for an out of work
1: kind of failed inventor, he offers the equivalent of five, like four hundred and fifty, five hundred dollars. Yeah, in today's money. Yeah, like it's literally four hundred and sixty-eight dollars and fifty cents if if you put that into an inflation calculator. Right. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. $200 in... Also, $200 in 1984. The inflation has almost doubled in, like, my older brother's lifetime. Yeah. That's insane.
0: It's actually more than doubled. But yeah, as a failed inventor who is struggling, like, that's a lot of money to try to throw around. It's Reaganomics, baby. Yeah, fair enough. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, he wants to get this animal for his son... But the the guy doesn't want to sell it, but his grandson winds up selling it to him because they need the money. Right. And he finds out that the, the creature is called a Mogwai, and that there's three rules that you have to follow if you're going to have a Mogwai, which is uh, you cannot expose it to light. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, like, doesn't like light. It doesn't like light, especially direct sunlight will kill it. Right. Uh, you can't get it wet, and you can't feed it after midnight. If you get them wet, then they multiply. If you feed them after midnight, then they transform. Right. And become more vicious. Yeah. Uh, Even though I will posit that the Stripe and the others are already dicks to begin with. Like, really, Gizmo's the only decent Mogwai that we've ever seen in any of the series. Right. Like, even when the rest of them are Mogwai... They're still assholes. Right. Like, they're still little dickheads. Like, they just become slightly more vicious when they become, like, gremlins. Right. So, uh, he takes this... Yeah, because even,
1: like, the only reason why he feeds them after midnight is because they... They cut the wire to his fucking alarm clock. clock.
0: So that way he thought it was still early enough and then fed them. (laughs) So, like... Yeah. So, this guy takes this to his son, Billy, and... Tells him the rules, and within, like, the first night, he breaks all of them, pretty much. Pretty much. Because, like, yeah, they get him wet accidentally, fairly accidentally, and then it multiplies. He takes one of them to uh, the the teacher at the high school to get kind of, like, checked up, who, like, pokes it with needles and stuff, and uh, the same night that the ones at Billy's house eat after midnight... The one in the lab also eats after midnight, which the fucking circumstances of that is fucking bonkers to me. Right. But then they, they go into a cocoon state, which they stay in for, I, I want to say like maybe 12 hours they go into this cocoon state, uh, in which they transform into these green, scaly like creatures that are much more mischievous and Aggressive. Aggressive and kind of deadly. Even though I will say, I will posit that in the first movie, the one kills the teacher because it poked and prodded him with the fucking, the, the needles and stuff. The mom, on the other hand, just goes fucking ham on a bunch of them just because they look kind of weird. <laughs> and like, it's not until after she's already murdered three of them that one of them tries to kill her. It's true. So, to be fair, That was kind of (laughs) self-defense on their part. But then they start just kind of wreaking havoc in the town. uh, And then, like, go to a swimming pool. One of them jumps in it and just multiplies (laughs) a fucking shitload of them. And these Gremlins just basically take over the town. Right. In Gremlins 2, it goes down a bit differently. I
1: haven't watched Gremlins 2.
0: So, in Gremlins 2, the... You know, in the end of Gremlins, Gizmo goes back... To the the old man. In the beginning of Gremlins 2. uh, It kind of starts with the old man. And his business. And this like. New tycoon kind of thing. Is trying to take over that area. So they're trying to buy him out. And he's not selling. uh, But he comes down. With like a sickness. And they're like oh he's going to fucking die soon. We'll just wait him out. And it's like two weeks later. They're tearing down the fucking business. Because he died. At which point, Gizmo is kind of set free, and then these, like, two scientist guy that happen to work in the same place that these other guys are from uh, capture him and take him to this lab in this, like, mega complex business complex where, guess what? Billy also works now. And so does his girlfriend from the first movie, who's played by Phoebe uh, Cates. who's gorgeous. But, uh... And he works as an architect there now. And, long story short... uh, The scientists are trying to do experiments on Gizmo. Uh, Billy finds out that Gizmo's there. Tries to free him. um, But has to leave him there while he goes on a dinner meeting. And then the stupid circumstances... Gizmo gets wet, uh, multiplies... And then the gremlins start going throughout this office building and uh, go back to the lab and find a bunch of these, like, experimental potions and stuff, and start just, like, downing them, and then they start having different effects, uh, to the extent where one changes genders, (laughs) one becomes super intelligent, one becomes lightning, like electricity, it just becomes electricity, one becomes, like, a spider kind of creature, one becomes, like, a bat creature... And, uh, yeah, like, it's just fucking This movie chaos. was definitely
1: not written to be a Gremlins movie.
0: Yeah. Like, that, just the basic plot of that,
1: you're like, that was not built to be a Gremlins movie. Also, just realized what would Get Rich Quick scheme is. Okay. Just figured it out.
0: Well, because there's also another complete sidebar thing that I want to express in a little while about Gremlins. But, I, 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 Gremlins 2 is a fucking just ridiculous movie. Right. Uh, it makes fun of itself. It is 100% written to be a gremlins movie. I do believe so. But they just fucking threw the spaghetti at the wall with it and had fun with it, which I actually kind of I, appreciate. Yeah, like
1: I can kind of appreciate that. There's
0: a point midway through the movie where it completely breaks the fourth wall where like the gremlins fuck with the film reel and then it like goes to a movie theater where they're like being attacked in the movie theater by the gremlins. And Hulk Hogan is there. And, like, so they ask Hulk Hogan to try to help them with these gremlins. And Hogan just, like, gives the speech. And, like, they're, like, I'm gonna come up there and I'm gonna whoop your ass if you don't let these people enjoy the rest of their gremlins movie. And then, like, the gremlins fuck off. And they're like, yay, Hulk Hogan. And they're like, okay, back to the movie. (laughs) That that happens. (laughs) But, uh, they, like, they even have this really great part in the movie where they... They do kind of an audience surrogate thing where Billy's trying to tell these people in this control room about the gremlins and, like, it's trying to, like, lay out the rules. Like, here's the thing. We can't let happen. Can't let them get wet. We can't let them fucking eat after midnight. These are the bad things that happen if you do that. And they're, like... They start breaking it down. They're like, okay, but, like, what if, like, you have a gremlin or, like, you have one of these things on an airplane and you're flying above, like... A time zone and like technically it's no longer midnight but it's midnight somewhere else and you they just happen to eat at that time like do they transform then or like technically yes it's midnight somewhere what about daylight savings time does that change the rules for that <laughs> and like they're just like asking all these questions <laughs> these, it's, like, legitimate these questions. are legitimate questions and they don't fucking answer it <laughs> and it kind of bothers me <laughs> cause like that's the thing I want to talk about Is the rules themselves. And the rules themselves. Mostly the time rule. Right. Like, time rule and liquid. Wet. Water. Well, actually,
1: all three of them are kind of problematic.
0: They're they're very problematic. So, like, I mean, yes, the light sensitivity makes uh, a certain amount of sense. Even though there is also a point in the second movie that they're doing kind of this big, like, hurrah number. They actually have, like, a musical number near the end of it. And there's spotlights that are, like, shining on the gremlins... During it, it's, like, technically that would be hurting them a lot right now. Uh, and especially, like, one of them turns into electricity. Yes. Like, wouldn't that just murder him? Like, and they use him later to then kill all the rest of them. But still, like, technically that would be killing him. Like, he is pure light right now. Like, that shouldn't mix. That shouldn't be a thing. But, uh, and then they also trap him in a phone line for a while. Like, he goes into a phone, and then he gets put on hold, so he just gets stuck in the phone. <laughs> that's a... That's a cartoonish idea. It's... The movie is very cartoony. Which,
1: no, which I can also appreciate. this The yeah. first one's not, not cartoony.
0: That's true, but the they just, one's like... a
1: little more they straight went full shot. They Yeah. But, like...
0: Like, it seemed like with the first one, they were trying to make a fairly serious, like kind of weird horror movie like monster movie but like with really really small monsters that like in their initial form are kind of adorable and like they they had that idea and they went some places with it (laughs) to the extent where like the there's a scene near the end of the movie that they're in like kind of a shopping center area and stripe who's kind of the main villain of the first one Uh, grabs a chainsaw and starts chasing around Billy with it. Like, and, like, he gets knocked down with the chainsaw still on, and it, like, falls backwards, and the chainsaw's going, and it just, like, takes him away. Like, he's just, like, riding it down the fucking hallway. But, yeah, so, the rules. It's, it's fairly easy to keep them away from light, for the most part. Like, you would have to keep your home pretty dark, yeah. Like, that's not too big of a deal. Yeah. But it still would be kind of... It's kind of obnoxious.
1: Yeah, like, in, like where it was at in that shot. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's not impossible, but it's still just kind of a problematic rule. Yes, it is. I, 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 I mean, and I also, like, kind of don't understand... I mean, it's probably just because they needed a third rule.
0: Well, I, I think it's they needed a way, like, an Ex Machina but not ex machina way, to be able to defeat them. Like, they needed a set rule of, like, this is how they can be defeated. And, like, how can you make it to where it's less likely that that thing could happen, and that's why they black out the town. Right. Like, if they black out the town in the middle of the night, that chance of them coming across light is completely unlikely. So, like, that's interesting. Like, that's kind of neat. And then, like, it also sets a timeline... Where it's like as soon as the sun comes up,, there go. like you could probably you could pretty much defeat them right. unless they kill all of you and just like harvest and hide inside your town. Right. The feeding rule. Right. actually, no, we'll say the feeding rule for last, because that's the big, big one. <laughs> the right. water rule. All right. So you get them wet and they multiply. You got more pets. Right. Like, you just got more pets. Right. Like, that's ex- extensively how they reproduce, right. in a way. Right. Um, which is also interesting, because... What is
1: it about water that triggers that, too?
0: And, like, is it specifically water, or is it liquid in, in general? Yeah, that's true. Because, like, they've shown gremlins at later parts in the movie, like, drinking, like, beer and, like, yeah. stuff like that. But they're not multiplying when they drink. And right. like they're throwing beer and stuff at each other and just like getting wet via beer and whatnot, like because there's a which is also they, weird because like, beer take is over a bar. mostly water, right? So like, is there a certain amount of water that it has to be for this to be does it place have to, to take just place? be straight water? Does it, it has... have to str- shaping water not be diluted?
1: Because then also like you think a swimming pool also wouldn't
0: do that because of having because of like and chemicals and chlorine, chlorine and stuff other, like that. Stuff in it. So like. What is the actual rule? Like, I, and I, I, Mike and I were watching the movie together, and I was like, well, how are you supposed to clean them? And he was like, there is like certain creatures that you yeah. have to dry clean. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you chinchillas? Yeah. Chinchillas is exactly they what you They take he dust
1: out. baths? Yeah. They like, right. they like, tumble over it. It's actually kind of adorable. It is. This cute. But yeah, so. If you it, feel like cats don't in the in the wild, you can. You true. Can wash them. I mean, it's not like judgment to them, but like. Yeah. Left to their natural devices, they're not doing that. Like most That's most dogs I mean like most animals aren't
0: bathing. bathing. But day. like when you have a pet and you don't want it to smell like garbage. Yeah. Like you, you bathe your pet. Yes. Like you, you clean your pet in one shape or form. You can dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. You can dry shampoo. Dry shampoo is yeah. thing. That's true. It was a, a thing in the eighties though. Yeah. Okay. See, I that I wasn't sure about. I know. I mean, I know it's a thing today, but I didn't right. know if it was a thing then. It's
1: an old thing. It's an, it's been around for. A while. It's, it was like one Fair of those enough. like '50s things. It's okay, still around, but nobody really uses. Like it. people use it, yeah, but it's not like a. It's not like a heavily advertised thing. Fair. I've known more than a few people who've used dry shampoo, mm. but it's not something that like everybody has in their house. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, I so like for me, it's just like. What is the actual rule as far as the wetness concerned? Because right. like if if you can't just if you just can't get them water, like if they can't drink water, you can't get them wet with water. Like so they can drink milk and things of that nature, like whatever other liquids you have around, they can drink a juice. Right. Stuff of that nature, that's all fine. I don't really keep a lot of water around as it is to begin with. I do. So like I I don't imagine that I would have a situation where I accidentally get them wet. Except for, like, if I'm in the shower and, like, it sneaks into the fucking bathroom for some weird reason. Like, that's the only thing I can imagine that would cause that to be an issue. Is if, like, they just snuck into the bathroom. Or, like, followed me into the bathroom and got wet via that way. Uh, Or, like, there's a lot of times where, like, I'm doing dishes in my sink. Because I don't have a dishwasher. Right. I do dishes in my sink. And sometimes when I'm washing dishes, like, water will splash back out and gets me wet all the time. So, like, if my Mogwai happened to be just, like, chilling by my feet whenever that happened, it gets wet. Even though, like, I would probably be doing the dishes in light. Like, my, my kitchen light would be on, so I probably wouldn't want to be in there in the first place. So, it also
1: seems like that, that the light rule seems to kind of change. I mean, yeah. you were talking about that earlier, but, like, like there are plenty of scenes where, like, Gizmo is in, like, somebody has a light on. Yeah. But it's, like, when you, like, target it, like... Right, it, it can't be
0: in direct light. Right. Like, uh, and, like, there, there's like, a lot I of scenes where they, like, we are dim direct, the lights. We're not in direct light right, right now. But I, I think that that light is too exposed. I think it would... Like, and, like, the coloring, I think... Like, he would probably be in the kitchen right now. Right. Like, there is light in the kitchen, right? but, like, it's not, the room itself doesn't have a light. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of times where they just, like, dim the lights whenever they let right. out a mogwai. Um, would you think that Christmas time is, like, the worst? Right.
1: Because there are lights everywhere.
0: Right. Now, when it comes to the feeding, the feeding after midnight, most of the time I'm, uh, that's not fair, I'm usually up after midnight. Usually, but I usually don't eat after midnight. I I usually, if I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat before midnight. That's just a general rule I live by, uh, because it fucks with my like system whenever I try to sleep if I eat after midnight. the The only time that it was different is when I used to work night shifts. Right, like, when I, I like, used I to work
1: midnight all the time, but I'm also up till four o'clock in the morning most nights.
0: Right, when I used to work late, it was different. But since I you know work mornings, I I usually have the like, I don't really usually eat it after, like, ten. After ten, I usually don't eat. Like, maybe, like, a small, like, snack or dessert or something, but that's pretty rare itself. Yeah,
1: because I'm trying to think. I'm normally up by noon, usually have lunch-ish around, like,
0: three, four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then, like, dinner around, like, ten or eleven. Right. But here's the thing about that. In this day and age versus back then, they could not trick us now.
1: Yeah, there's just... With the there's... time.
0: Like in the digital age, like right. I would just look at my cell phone there, I and see what time it is. There
1: is, two, four, five. there's five five things with the time on it in, in, in this room, like in this room with us right now, because we have two cell phones, your computer, I'm wearing a watch, and there's a, and the PlayStation keeps yeah keeps the time as well.
0: Like, there are, there are other electronic devices that I have in my house. Like, I have a basic alarm clock. Yeah, that I, is yeah. a plug-in alarm clock. And, I don't know why I keep saying it that way, clock. But, uh... I don't know. Uh, it, it constantly... I... It gets unplugged or power switches or whatever. And I constantly have to keep fixing the time on it. Right. But... I also don't use it as my basic time-telling device. Right, yeah. I use it as my wake-up tool. I also am trying to think about it. Like, before the era of cell phones, and even actually, I was kind of the... I've realized that... I,
1: okay, so I like, I've, I've realized recently that like everybody kind of like has a specific like kind of style thing they particularly like. Mm-hmm. I love watches. Like, if I became okay. very wealthy, I don't think... I, like, you would buy a bunch of nice suits. I would have a nice, uh, nice suit or two, mm-hmm. but I feel like I would have a lot of nice watches. Okay. Like, I like watches. I like wearing watches. I like watches. Right. I like watches.
0: <laughs> I, I used to wear watches more b- before I really got cell phones and stuff. Right.
1: But it's not a utilitarian
0: piece for me. Like, right. It for is me, it's a, totally utilitarian. It is, like,
1: it is, like, an accessory piece.
0: Right. And, like, I could imagine, like, at a certain time, like, if I had more money and stuff, and, like, especially, like, if I was wearing, like, more suits and things mm-hmm. like that, in a more business kind of nature, I would probably get, like, some nice watches mm-hmm. as an accessory. But just with my current kind of style, if you can call my style a style, uh, my hodgepodge of bullshit that I throw on because I need to wear clothes in society... I think I'm going to start trying to up the, the the personal style game.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you got a pretty good... What going, going on right, right now? Yeah, I'm wearing a Christmas sweater. Yeah, it's a uh, Blackhawks <laughs> Christmas sweater. Swe- sweater. It's a little uh, you know. I just I you know, yeah. yeah, I yeah, like let's try to look a little bit nicer.
0: I I keep wanting to do that, but at the same time, I just don't have the money to like throw into clothes. I'm, like I, I it's, it's a it is a long and slow
1: transition. Right, is what I, is essentially what I'm saying. Like, Fair. Like let's go from ill fitting, right? Like black t-shirts to just like something more interesting. Let's just look a right. little bit more interesting, like look a little bit better in general. But, but, uh, uh, but I'm not I'm not turning over my wardrobe in the next 2 months. Right. It's like we'll start getting rid of some stuff and replacing it with other things.
0: Right. Know? But yeah, I, I just I, I don't see the after midnight rule really ever coming into effect. Now the the other question that I have is so they say after midnight. Right. But what I'm curious on is like Time is a relative thing. Right. Time is a bullshit concept that we created. The only thing that references a clock is another clock. Like, yes. I mean, even things like daylight savings times and stuff like that. That is a man-made device. Yes. That—that That is a thing that we put arbitrary restrictions and rules into place to tell us when the time of day is, quote-unquote. Right. Time doesn't really exist. And the time...
1: of I mean, there like i you are right and yeah. like and there's like a lot of like it is there to track the sun in the sky right. it is there to track the the stages of the year yeah and the rotation of the earth and that kind of stuff right but yes it is kind of like a man-made like yeah
0: right so like why would these semi mythical creatures follow by a man-made constraint of a time period so my question right. is is it actually the time or is it a position of the moon that's probably it so
1: is because, because by all rights the position of the moon is what well, the position of the sun and the moon are what we would like kind of cuz like the early clocks were sundials
0: right and like that's how kind of the clock phase came came about right so the the concept is is that at 12 on both times mm-hmm. is when the sun or the moon is kind of at their peak mm-hmm. is in the most middle place. So theoretically if 12 o'clock was the time period that you can't feed them that would be, mean when the moon at is, is at it's most peak. Mm-hmm. So because that was the other question that people brought up in the second movie and I have questions of when is it okay to feed them again? Right. So like okay after midnight you can't feed them until when though? Right. Like is it one is it three like do you have to wait until the sun comes back up again like what's the rule here so my theory is that as long as the sun is or the moon is in that peak era is when you don't feed them so like once the moon has moved on Mm -hmm. it is fine again to then feed them that's what my assumption would be. That, I would like need once, to do a scientific experiment to see if that actually would this one so, Once the sun comes up, you would guess it's okay to feed them I guess. Yeah, that would be my... Or, more like, when the moon has moved out of that, that phase of being high. So, how would you... I mean, I'm trying to think
1: of how to conduct... I mean, I would guess that you start... Like, you don't... F- you don't feed them after midnight and then feed them when the sun comes up and then slowly but surely move the time back until they change?
0: Yeah. That would be my my guess.
1: Yeah. What about what about if you were, like, in Australia and the daylight savings
0: time is, like, in half hours? I think it's even more complicated. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Because, like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing also with daylight because savings I mean, time. When you're thinking daylight savings time, maybe it's, like, I'm trying to think. Because, like, there, there's places that don't, most places don't observe. Daylight savings time outside of the US. Right. But there's like sections of the US that don't. There's Arizona and Indiana. Right. And Indiana just started, so it's just Arizona. So it's just Arizona now. So in Arizona because I didn't because when I lived in Indiana as a kid, we never had daylight savings time. So like you were at a different time than I was Mm. in a different area. So technically, you know, for them, when somebody in daylight savings time when it's, like, one, it's technically midnight for them still. Right. So, like, that gets kind of convoluted, even if it's a state, like, right next to it.
1: So, what if... I'm just going to throw out this theory that that midnight isn't actually the time. Right. That, like, 1 a.m. is the time that you can't feed them. Interesting. Because, so it's if, it's, like, because if it's 1 a.m. and you're in, in that town... Right. Your daylight savings, even when you when you roll back, it will be midnight, and then the rule will be hard and fast. Right. And then when you roll back forward... It, one o'clock is the rule, but if you don't feed them after
0: midnight, you're still fine. Right. See, like, that's why I'm like, for me, it's the position of the moon. Right. So, like, follow it by the position of the moon. If the moon is at its highest peak, don't fucking feed them. Also, thinking about this way too hard for this movie. And, like, that's, I mean, that's what this show is about. <laughs> that's true. So, like, it, even though we haven't really, like, gotten to the premise of the show. <laughs> I mean, like, we are, because we're talking about what we would do if we had a Mogwai, and how we would be able to avoid this catastrophe. Uh, Because that's, like, the best thing, is learning how to avoid it. Right. Because, like, once it's in play, like, okay, you've got these creatures running around, fucking rampant. Like, they're fucking tiny. Yeah. Like, just... Kick them. Just fucking kick them. Like, seriously. Like... They're really easy to kill. Like, even without light, they're notoriously easy to kind of kill. Like,
1: I was thinking about those, um, because then once the first attack happens, mm-hmm. you have, have you ever seen one of these, like, they like giant, giant flashlights? Yes. Like, they like, what's the, are they like 10,000 candle, like, flashlights? Right. Those, like, those, like, if you're out on a boat, in the yeah. middle of the water, you can turn the light on and shine it down into the water and, like, see to the bottom of a lake or something. And, like, it just, like,
0: burns through fog and,
1: like, stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. it's just, like, you can just see. You can see. Like, like, that's one of those ones where you're like, oh, there's a fog light. Click, <laughs> like, just, like, right. sizzle them. Right. It's like a vampire. Do you think it would work with a vampire, too? We you just, know, actually. Just the- put one of those weed, weed light bulbs in them. That's what I think <laughs> of, like, because the only time I've seen somebody who's actually bought one of these. Is when they're trying to grow weed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are they, the UV bulbs? Yeah. Do you think those are more effective?
0: Possibly. I mean, because like, yeah, I then mean, that would essentially the, be the idea sunlight. is that like light hurts them, right? But direct sunlight kills them, right? So I, I imagine it has something to do with the UV, right, of the light. So like having a UV light, uh, I imagine, like even if it's like tanning bed like lights. Mm-hmm. Like, things like that. Like, I imagine if you trapped a mogwai in a fucking tanning bed and turned that shit on, they would be dead. Right. Even though, isn't there some reference to a tanning bed? am I thinking of another... No. Uh, you're probably thinking of another series. Am I thinking of, like, gremlins?
1: That's what we're talking about is gremlins. We are talking about gremlins. Am I thinking
0: of, um... Trolls? Maybe. There's another one of those, it?
1: like, like small, kind of mythical animals running oh. around, and there's, like, um, one, of them gets a tan- one of them is in a tanning Are you thinking
0: bed about ghoulies? I might have been thinking about Ghoulies. You might be thinking about Ghoulies. Yeah, maybe I am. Yeah. But yeah, like... It, or I might have been thinking about, like, Leprechaun in the Hood, maybe? <laughs> no, you know what? I think that there was a Danny Ben <laughs> incident in Leprechaun in the Hood. I think that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> you know, cult classic. Leprechaun in Leprechaun the Hood. Leprechaun in the Hood. I fucking love that movie. It's bad, but it's fun. I'm gonna put that on the list. <laughs> yeah. We should do that in March. Yeah. I just don't see them being the threat that these movies fucking playing out to be. Should I put it in the like regular list? Or should
1: I put it in our live show list? Oh man. I feel like that's a live show list on Yeah. we could do Leprechaun? Okay. But Leprechaun in the Hood has to be a live, show, a live show Fair enough. I like that. Leave this in so people know what they're getting into.
0: Right? we have like three fucking movies or three fucking worlds that we want to do for in a, like a live I have show five on this list for live shows mm-hmm. alright we'll go over that
1: with Mario Brothers right Hocus Pocus I wanted to do as a live oh show. right 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 Space
0: Jam right
1: Pluto Nash
0: oh yeah I forgot we talked about Pluto <laughs> and NASA. now Leprechaun in the hood <laughs> I forgot we talked about Pluto Nash <laughs> for a live show <laughs> Plato, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking Christ! But yeah, I, I just don't see gremlins being the fucking threat that this movie plays them out to be. The only the only way that I can see them being a threat is in
1: numbers. They're, they're yes, like zombies in the fair. sense of the numbers, which also segues perfectly into my get rich. Question. And
0: like they all also fast. They're they're very quick, very mm-hmm. spry, very like easy to like hide right. and things like that. And they are pretty vicious, but mostly they're just mischievous, right?
1: Like, but you can use them to, to weaken infrastructure. Also getting into my get-rich-quick scheme. Alright. I'm going to go looking for that fat military contract. Okay. Because think about it. Like, like you, it's like, they're threatening in numbers. Yes. So, you literally, overnight off, like Halo Jump also depends on how much water it takes for them to multiply.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, you pretty much just have an infinite supply of soldiers. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like, but I'm wondering if, like, going through a cloud is enough moisture to get them to start mul- multiplying. Okay. So, like, okay.
0: Halo drop one... <laughs> exactly. In. Right. now. Now, is it going to be a Mogwai, or is it going to be a Gremlin?
1: Gremlin. Okay. Because you want them to be... Because essentially you have... You have a... More or less 12-ish hour period. Mm -hmm. Like, once the morning hits, they are gone. Right. And then your ground troops can go in. Right. Like, you get one of them, drop them into the ocean near whatever. Or maybe fucking trying to take over maybe some, like, Southeast Asia kind of... Right. (laughs) Like, not very friendly with us kind of military... But also rainforest-esque kind of area, right? You know, you know the you know a storm is rolling through, right? You drop it on an island like Vietnam, right? And then they like multiply overnight, to, like just invade all of the stuff, weaken a bunch of the infrastructure, drive a bunch of people nuts, probably kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Sun comes up, they all die. Ground troops come in, take over. So I'm talking about like making some fucking. It's muddy off of, off right. of like it's like you have one and you all have to do is strap it in. It's like a it's literally like a like
0: it's it's like weaponizing like rats, <laughs> right? Like right, because I mean, well, the the only other problem is is the incubation period. Um, well, no, no, because that's only if you're turning them. But if one's already turned, then yeah, the the uh the multiplication process is very quick. Like, it's pretty instantaneous whenever they start multiplying. And they come out pretty much full-grown. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I like that. Because, yeah, for me, like, the idea was, like, kind of what the dad was kind of even getting at in the first movie of, like, just selling them as household pets. But, right. like, you could just fucking just keep making them, like, fucking... <laughs> it's like um, puppy mill style. Essentially like a puppy mill. Just making them and fucking selling them. I was like,
1: the problem with that, though, is, like, the reason why, like, that isn't, like, a great idea mm-hmm. is because there are so many specific rules about them. Yeah. But, like, you are, yes. if you sell them to the military for those kinds of operations, you are actually, like, specifically trying to break all of those rules. That's fair. And get them to, like, take over
0: a place. That's fair. But then maybe it hits, like, the, the raptors <laughs> in the Jurassic World. <laughs> right. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing you got to worry about is them getting too out of control and not being able to stop them. Like, even if, like, you you drop them in an area and you expect them to all die whenever the morning comes, you don't know if they're not all already cleared out. Like, some of them could have hid and you send your troops in, like, they could still be attacked by gremlins that are still there. So that's kind of a thing that you always got to be careful of. Before we wrap up on this, though, there is a element of this movie that I want to talk about. Yeah,
1: we're going to about time travel.
0: Time travel exists in the world of Gremlins,
1: and I was kind of—I mean, I was paying attention to the movie, but I was fighting to stay awake, so I may not have like caught it.
0: There is a scene in the movie where his inventor father is at some kind of like invention conference, right thing. And he calls them on the phone, he's talking to them, and there's a bunch of, like, background stuff that's going on. At one point, it even shows, like, the robot from Lost in Space. But, uh, in the background of a scene, there is a H.G. Wells-esque time machine. Okay. And there's a guy, like, sitting there, like, fiddling with it, like, these onlookers kind of looking at it. And then it cuts to, like, his mom on the phone talking to him. And it cuts back... And the machine is gone. And there's like a puff of smoke and like a scorch mark and there's people like all around it like, what the fuck just happened? So time travel fucking exists in the world of Gremlins. (laughs) So realistically you could sell fucking H.D. Wells style fucking time machines also in the world of Gremlins and make money off of it. Cause that exists and it works. (laughs) Anything else you got for this one? I, think no, I got that pretty much one. wraps it up. Yeah. So next episode we're going to be doing is Krampus, which I've seen it before, and just, I, I, like, I enjoy it. I feel like I'm
1: just going to do a bunch of like the actual like mythos stuff and On like, look into a little bit of it more than like that kind of weird movie that came out what two years ago?
0: Yeah, roughly two three years ago. Yeah. Like, it's a thing I kind of already know a bit about, but, yeah, I think that would be an interesting thing, is, like, actually to, like, delve more into lore right. stuff, too, as opposed to just the uh, the horror movie that came out.
1: Is that... Hmm? Maybe there's an actual episode of lore. On
0: Krampus? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to that one.
0: So, the... We didn't record the most recent episode of Tales from Another Realm... As recently as I thought we were going to, but we should be recording it this weekend, uh, which is going to be our actual episode one and two. But so I predict uh, that January, sometime in January, the zero zero episode and episode one of Tales from Another Realm uh, should be coming out, uh, which is the 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 role playing podcast. Uh, that I'm going to be doing with uh, four others, uh, which is myself, uh, Amy Isaac, who's been on the show, uh, my friend Justin, Mike A. who's been on the show, and my friend Alex Coons. And uh, the... so you just don't want to say Justin's last name, do you? Yeah. Uh, well, because he made a joke about it on the uh, on the episode, so I'm I'm sticking to his just wishes. Let him go. I'm sticking to his wishes. All right. Um, but. Uh... The, uh, so yeah, the, the zero zero episode is our world building, character building episode. And, uh, if you don't want to listen to that, the first episode will also be coming out with it. But I definitely do actually recommend listening to the zero zero episode because we had a lot of fun with it and there's a lot of great jokes and, uh, just like learning about the characters in the world space and, uh, all that was really enjoyable. We don't talk a whole lot about like rules stuff. So if you're like more weary of the rules-heavy stuff, even our Zero Zero episode, we don't really get too much into that. It's mostly just talking about the world space and the characters and how they kind of work. But yeah, I'm very excited for that project. We're doing the first campaign. I'm DMing, and it's uh, D&D 5th uh, edition. Uh, but as the series progresses, we're going to switch campaigns uh, as well as DMs. So we're going to be having uh, like different storytelling. So that's why we wanted something that was a little bit more freeform and not so just fantasy. And uh, I know that we have an idea already for our second season, but we'll get to that whenever the first season, Chaos and Ior, is done.
1: And uh, yeah, I mean, Swindlers is still on its hiatus. It was kind of an unintentional hiatus. Um, we are going to switch. I'm going to switch up the format. We're just going to we're going to move to like a season. So we're current, I'm currently in the, for various reasons, we're switching over to that season format. Um, but I'm currently doing just the boatload of research. It's mm. going to be necessary to put together. Cause instead of, cause I, I think, I'm thinking maybe, I'm trying to figure out how many episodes I, how many episodes I should do.
0: Mm-mm. For um, like the season. For
1: the season. So I'm thinking like maybe doing like 20 ish. Okay. But trying to get at least the first like five, five, 10 like recorded and cut before I start releasing them. Fair enough. Um, so it might be actually a little while before that, that yeah, comes released. back and gets released again. Yeah. But I think I, I just, I've, I was like listening through the, the old episodes like not too terribly long ago. And I think that we, I kind of got a little too overambitious on it and was trying to like, and there was just a bunch of. I think we just kind of burned out from the start, and it didn't really work that well. Yeah. Um. So instead of instead of just like sitting... instead of just like pushing through and trying to like do it, I think I'm just gonna t- we're gonna take a step back, and we're actually I'm just gonna produce it more like like an NPR segment or like right. something along those lines, as opposed to just trying to do it like week by week. Right. So, um, but in turn, like we'll figure stuff out, and I'll probably end up recording some. You know, week by week promos if we need to. We're still. I still want to plan on dropping one of the episodes in here. Right. So if you listen to this one and you don't listen to Swindlers, you'll get kind of a taste. Um, do kind of a shorter episode. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to do it this way. I, th- I think I'm going to do an episode specifically for this show. Okay. Specifically for this feed. Okay. And I'm going to try to sit down and figure out like a good one that I think will appeal to this this kind of audience. Right. Because initially it was just going to drop the D.B. Cooper episode in. And right. It was going to release them for both of them. And then, like, that's cool. But, no, nah, I think I'm going to do something special for people who have been listening. The tens of people who have been listening to this show. Right. Alyssa, I'm making one special for you. So if you can think of some crazy fucking... <laughs> if you can think of some crazy con
0: man, bank robber, thief that you want me to cover. Right. Let me know. So Krampus next episode... Uh, we're gonna... I'm gonna. tell your friends we're doing Star Wars after that. Yes. Uh, we're gonna go back to Star Wars uh, with a, uh, a guest for that. I want to thank Rick Whalen for our awesome intro. And Amy Isaac for our great cover, right? Yeah. And <laughs> until next time, I'm Keith Badger. I'm Ethan Miller. And we'll see you in another world.